It was to the point where she just wasn't responding to anybody. They would come in, they would do her checks, they were doing like um, reflexes, and she's been fine the whole time. Oh, they went into this reflex check, and she wasn't moving, like at all. Mm-hmm. And, and, my, and my blood pressure was um, tanking. Tanking. It got as, oh gosh, I don't remember what the, it was like 70 over 40? Mm-hmm. I think it was the lowest it got to. And I started panicking. Welcome back, you guys, to the podcast. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Two years exactly, honey. Ago today, we posted our first podcast episode. Yeah, that was, that's, we were in a whole different place in life. Yeah, we were just dating. We weren't even mm. married yet. A year ago? Two years ago. Oh, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so two years ago, you guys may see we have a different name. It is the Chugging Through Life podcast now. Yes. Because it now it's not just me and Logan. It's now our little family of us two and Augie. Yes, we have a baby. So, so some of you may be wondering, like, what happened to the podcast? Like, why did it just stop? Yeah. Shan felt a little bit pressured. Yeah, part of that, a lot of that is me. Um, I kind of feel awkward a little bit. Yeah. But. And I think it was because I made it. Yeah. Like, so serious. Like, I'd put us in, like, a room with blankets around to help the audio, but we got a way better system now. Yeah, and it's just more casual. And more than anything, just, I feel like, to document our life. Yeah. And kind of. Like our an, thoughts. Like an audio journal. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, we're super excited. We have a way better system now. She doesn't have headphones on. Yeah, no. I do. So, I can make sure it all sounds good <laughs> still. We have way better mics. Yeah. See, hopefully, hopefully it sounds better. It sounds way better in my ear. It feels better. Yeah. So we're super excited. We're just chilling on the couch. So we have been married now for almost two years in April. Mm-hmm. The last episode we did, we posted in March of 2021. Yeah. And we were almost married. And I just realized we are filming this podcast and my hair is a freaking disaster. That's okay. <laughs> so sorry for those who are watching. <laughs> like, what the heck? Let's talk a little bit about, like, the goal with the podcast, like, where we want to, like, why we're back, what we're doing. Um, at least for me, I feel like we've had a few people reach out and just kind of ask us about it. A few? <clears throat> yeah. We've had quite a bit. And I didn't really think it was that good, <laughs> but I guess other people like to listen to us talk. Yeah. So, I was like, okay. I was like, and I think it'll be nice um, to kind of just tell about, like, our life and, like, what's going on and then maybe down the road our kids can go back and watch it yeah see how young we looked and we're old farts <laughs> well so when we filmed this or when we audioed it i don't know the words for it whatever i'm recorded. bad words. recorded <laughs> um we were living in our apartment and the, the last the, episode the first, yeah the first apartment that we got so we've moved twice since then mm-hmm and we've gotten married. We've gotten married and we've had a baby. We had a baby. So that's pretty crazy. And you're about a year and a half out from school and hopefully I'll be starting nursing this year. Yeah. So, and also my mom got married. Yeah. And if you guys don't remember, like the last episodes that we talked about, like her dad passed away. Yeah. And so it's been two years this last December that he's been gone. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. We, since then we've, we posted our pregnancy announcement video on TikTok, mm-hmm. and it it went a little viral, I would say. Yeah, I got a few few views. Got a few views. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think mostly just because, like, when we videoed that, we weren't expecting to post it. I didn't even know that he had posted it. And I, like, literally... I deleted TikTok and, like, was rarely on social media, just a mm-hmm. little bit on Instagram. Yeah, you've always only really been on Instagram. Yeah, so I like I deleted TikTok, and we when we did that video, I just wanted it for us, especially because I didn't think I would be pregnant, and so I wanted to be able to look back on like if we were, or if we weren't, because we were going to be doing infertility treatments that April, and I kind of wanted to document like yeah. just our journey. And so when one morning he woke up and he was like, "By the way, I posted our video on TikTok of." us finding out we're pregnant i was like oh i was like 
That's crazy. I was like, I probably look like a disaster. And like everybody who knows me knows that I just like creating videos like through anything for well, my siblings. I would just make a collage of all the graduation school, photos and tech and stuff. Yeah. But like everyone always knows that I just like to film stuff and I make videos about it. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like a big moment in our life. We never expected to get pregnant, yeah. which we'll go into later. But um, and so I was like, you know what? I want to make a video. I'm going to post on. I always just post everything on all platforms. So I posted on TikTok. And it like took off. Mm-hmm. We got a total of three point one million views, I think, on it. Um, on that one, yeah, on the main video, and then we kind of gained a little bit of a following, and we were like, hmm. but I think people mostly just like that you were like that it was raw and it was vulnerable. Yeah, because we like it wasn't ex- like we weren't taping, we weren't taping it, we weren't filming it yeah. to post. We were filming it for ourselves, and then yeah, just wanted to share it. And like people who either are watching this who follow us on tiktok probably tell, we don't really try <laughs> like no. we just post videos that we have it's not like we're actively trying to make content well and it's not like we're trying to like fake i don't know like like set up something for us to video yeah and then post it it's more like these are life moments that we've captured that we love yeah and we kind of <laughs> sorry we went on a little bit of a tangent there but really we asked I mean, besides all the comments that we've gotten on Instagram and like messages of like, hey, when's the podcast coming back, blah, blah, blah. We posted on TikTok like, hey, who would want to listen to a podcast? Mm-hmm. And we did like a poll and a lot of people said yes. So we were like, all right, we'll do it. Yeah. And I told Shan, okay, we'll make it more chill. Mm-hmm. We won't make it as crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we're as serious. We'll make it way more chill. And so here we are. And we're just going to talk about whatever we want, yep. whether it's relationships, family. Um, I can, like, hear myself in your mic, so I'm going to, like, separate from you. <laughs> um, but we're just going to kind of start from the... We kind of went into a little bit, of, but let's talk about our wedding, I guess, because none of these, like, we haven't yeah. touched on it at all. So we got married on April 23rd, mm-hmm. 2021. That's yes. crazy. And that was beautiful and perfect, and it was... It's like a really magical day, I feel like. Yeah. And I know a lot of people say afterwards, like, oh, I wish that we would have eloped and saved the money or whatever. At least for me and for us, we really enjoyed having that special day mm-hmm. and creating those memories. It's kind of something I always dreamed of as a little girl is having just pitched out. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, you guys can't see unless you're watching it on the video, but I'm like telling her to like raise up the mic or because you can't hear her as well if she speaks like that. Hi. Shan in general has a softer voice. And no, so I'm always like, you have to speak up. You have to speak up. I don't have a softer voice. I can have a louder voice. <laughs> I guess my normal tone is softer. Yeah. Unless I'm being intense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so you were saying that like yes. a lot of people actually elope now or they like regret spending that much money on yeah. one day. Which is totally fine. Like if that's like if you want to elope and you just want you don't want to spend that money on a wedding, like that's totally you. But for us I feel like we enjoyed our wedding enough and it was a memorable day that I wouldn't trade for anything. Yeah. So our it was really was beautiful. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really beautiful. It turned out perfect. Like we think back about our wedding, we're like it was just like such a perfect day. Yeah, like if we could relive one day in our life, we always talk about we would either relive our wedding day mm-hmm. or this one day on our honeymoon that yeah. was like euphoric. Yeah, yeah. We so we went to Hawaii on our honeymoon, and mm-hmm. I've been before. I had never been though. But Shan's never been to Hawaii. We went also, to Oahu. Quick break for that. I have major flight anxiety, <laughs> so. Ever since I found out that we were going to go to Hawaii, which was like seven months before we went or something like that. Honey, we did not plan our honeymoon a month into dating. Okay, four months. Okay. (laughs) When do you think we planned it? Like January? Yeah, probably January, January, February, February, March, April. Okay. So like four months. Mm -hmm. For four months, I was like having what I call pre-anxiety. Anxiety Anxiety about having anxiety. Yeah. Which is almost worse than having anxiety. Anyways, (laughs) I was terrified to get on this plane. Yeah, she was. So I'm like, I, no judgment, but my mom's friend gave me a Xanax to keep in my wallet just in case I like had a freak out. And it was even horrible 
because the first flight, we had two flights, and our first flight to was L.A. Mm-hmm. It was our, terrible. Our first flight to L.A. was horrible. We had, like, horrible turbulence. turbulence, and I literally just wanted to start crying. Like, so I've <laughs> flown a lot. Like, I've been on a lot of planes. Like, mm-hmm. I've flown across the world to Ghana two ti- four times. Like, well, one, two times, but then two times Once back. back. Yeah. Um, and... This flight was literally the worst flight I have ever been on in my life. Like, it was just to L.A. So, of course, it was an hour, but it was an hour from you know where. Like, it was yeah, so bumpy. It the both landings like three felt, hours. Yeah, and the plane felt like it was going to, like, fall apart. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. And I literally just hid my head in his lap the entire time because I was freaking out. And I was like, of course. The entire time. So, this flight. This was the one that I was like, okay, I'm not worried about. Mm-hmm. And it was the worst <laughs> one because the six out the Five or four or five hours from LA to Hawaii was easy. Well, yeah. And then I was even more nervous for that one because the first one sucked so bad. Yeah. It was really scary. But we got to Hawaii just fine. And it was so beautiful. Yeah. We were in Oahu. Uh And we were in Honolulu. So, like, just the city, which I think we... But we drove around to the other side, too. Yeah. Yeah. And the North Shore, if you've ever been to Hawaii, everybody knows that it's, like, way better. Mm -hmm. Honolulu feels like LA, honestly. Kind of. Kind of. a little bit different. But it was your first time. Yeah. So it's all new. But, like, for me, Maui's my favorite. But yeah. we went to Oahu because Shannon's a big city gal. She likes to visit cities mm-hmm. and shop. Well, and it was nice because we were in walking distance to everything. So we got, like, a yeah. hotel that was right in the center. So we could walk down to the beach. We could walk yeah. to the shopping. We could it's walk more to restaurants. And we were only going to rent a car for half the time because it was so expensive. So expensive, yeah. It was $1,000. Like, it was $1,000 for, was it three days? Two, yeah, three days. Two or three days. Yeah. yeah. And so we were like, okay, if we're going to be there for a week, the last half of the week, we don't want to Uber because it's super expensive. Mm-hmm. So let's get a hotel that's close by stuff we can just walk to. Yeah. Which, luckily enough, we were by a haagen <laughs> So we would go there once or twice a day, which was one of my highlights. I love ice cream. Yeah. It was so and good. And it was so good. <laughs> but yeah, we just had this one day on our honeymoon um, where we were driving to the North Shore mm-hmm. and we just did whatever we wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was so chill, so fun. We played like Hawaii music in the car, and, and just we had like the the, the top, top off, off for the jeep. Yeah. And like my, my feet were like out up. the window. Yep, and um, the windows were down. The windows were down, and we were like, "Oh, like let's stop here. Like this looks interesting," and just kind of did whatever we wanted. And mm-hmm. it was the most euphoric feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. It was so fun. Yeah, it was a really good feeling. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's our wedding and honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then just life happens. And we were going to like church and we were, I have like nieces and nephew, a nephew. And mm-hmm. we kind of got a little bit baby hungry Yeah. in the summer of when we got F2021. And then Shan's like, hey, my mom sent me this. It's like this contest mm-hmm. to, for, um, I, it's a $25,000 like prize. Mm-hmm. For IVF treatments, which we through knew, the radio. Well, we thought we knew that I couldn't get pregnant yeah. because, like, I had full body radiation, and my doctors told me that all my eggs were burnt. And also, we went to my OB appointment, and my egg my egg count came back, like, basically non conclusive, like almost like barely, barely any. Yeah, there was like everybody, all professionals, like medical professionals, even our OB, well, Shan's OB. Mm-hmm. Even said, yeah, like egg donor IVF is going to be your best route mm-hmm. based off of her tests. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just what she was told when she was little. Even like Shan's OB was saying, yeah. She didn't say it was impossible. No, she told you miracles happen. Yes, which is the first doctor that ever told me. That which miracles is positive, but also like, well, crap. Yeah. Like, medically, Shan, it was impossible for you to get pregnant medically. Yeah. And so our OB was really sweet. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she was like, Egg donor IVF is your best weight. Mm-hmm. But we did this contest, and let me tell you, holy crap, it was stressful. And we've talked about it on our YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a podcast. We're supposed to talk about stuff on here. So we can kind of talk a little bit about it. Yeah. I mean, it was just like we didn't know when we were going to have $25,000, $30,000 to do <laughs> Who <IVF>. does? <laughs> and they don't do, like, payment plans, and it's just rough all around. Um, so we're like, okay, let's do this contest. And let's just see where it goes. Um, you had to create a video about your story, post it, and then it was kind of like... Voting. Yeah, it was like a popularity contest, honestly. It really was. Which really sucked because 
I was like reaching out to random people. We're not popular. I'm like, please vote for me. Please vote for me. Whatever. Um, which was very uncomfortable, but I'm also like, I'm going to reach out to strangers because I want a baby. Yeah. (laughs) And what got really hard is this was like three weeks of voting. You guys, it was so exhausting. Every single day we were reminding people vote, vote, vote. Cause you vote once a day. And I'm like, I know I'm getting on people's nerves. Yeah. And like one day you would be first and the Mm -hmm. next day you would be at the bottom. And it was like, what's going on? So mm-hmm. we started stalking some of the other couples. And they had, like, influencers promoting them. Yeah. It's like, how do you even compete with that? Like, mm-hmm. you can't compete with somebody who's Yeah, I'm who's like, I'm getting... telling all my family and friends, but I don't have, like, a, a huge audience. Yeah, like, some, I'm not calling anybody out. Like, some people had, like, real housewives, like, calling them out. You yeah. remember that couple? Yeah, that had, like, I that don't really remember. Chick from the real housewives, and she was, like, promoting but, them. Like, yikes. Yeah. Um, but we ended up making it into the finals and then we did yeah, ultimately didn't get picked. No. So after the voting really period, sad. there's like a meeting period with the fertility specialist at the company that was offering it. Um, and to be honest, I was a little bit like iffy Skeptical. about it. I was like, I don't think we'll probably get it because we're a young couple. We haven't done too much anything looking into your fertility at all. We were just going off what the doctors were mm-hmm. saying. And I was like, we're really young. These other couples have been trying for like years. And so I kind of got on. I was like, it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. But I kind of was like, we're probably not going to get picked. Yeah. Um. And so we didn't get picked, which was totally okay. We were totally fine with it. Of course, it was, it was disappointing. Really disappointing. And I think because it kind of put us in the baby mindset. Yes, it did. Which we weren't in before. And so yeah, it kind of was a lot more disappointing. And there was, it was a little messy at the end. Yeah. How it was handled mm-hmm. wasn't very professional. Yeah. And it was really hurtful to a lot of the couples. Like me and mm-hmm. Chan were hurt, but there was other couples who've been trying for like twenty years to have a kid. Yeah. And we were all in this Instagram group chat and everyone's mm-hmm. like, This sucked. Like yeah. it was really hard on everyone because of how they announced it. Mm-hmm. No, there was no communication. There was no communication. And I feel like it just could have been organized better. Yeah. And a lot of the couples kind of talked about that afterwards and how I mean Fertility is a sensitive topic anyways, mm-hmm. and so doing a contest for it, you need to be thinking about all the couples, yeah, even the ones that don't win. Yeah, cause because everyone's it emotional. affects everyone. Yeah, it's a very emotional, and that whole process, me and Shan to this day will probably admit, outside of the birth now, yes, <laughs> was like one of the most emotional taxing things that we've ever done. Yeah, because it was it's really every taxing day. on our relationship. Yeah. I feel like because I'm telling him, have you have... Have you texted everyone to vote and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then when you don't win, you're like, okay, well, crap. How are we ever going to pay for this? Yeah. So it was really hard. But outside of that contest, besides the disappointment, it mm-hmm. kind of jump-started us, though. We were like, okay, well, let's actually look into starting our family. Yeah. So that's when we made the appointment to get, like, Shan's. Well, we also started because we know it can take a, a long time. time. And we didn't really know everything about my body. Nobody still does to this day. No. Nope. It's kind of a mystery. My, I just had my second postpartum appointment two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. And she was asking me if I have like a regular period, which I do now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hmm, your ovaries are just fascinating to me. Because <laughs> she, even my OB is like, I have no idea what to say. Like, if you're going to get pregnant again, if you're not, because it's just, it's really a mystery because you shouldn't have gotten pregnant. Yeah. So nobody really knows what goes on in my body. Yeah. <laughs> nobody does. Um, even through pregnancy and delivery, nobody knows what's going on. No. Um, and so she's kind of the talk of the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it kind of jump-started us. So we started mm-hmm. going to the doctors. She was getting her test done, and that's how we found out she has no eggs, basically. Yeah. Clearly you do, because we have a beautiful well, baby boy. And we started, so November um, is kind of when the contest was going on. It ended at the end of November. Yeah. And I went, so I've been on birth control since I was 10 for hormone replacement. Due to cancer. Yeah. And so Logan was like, you should just go off of it for a month or two months and just see kind of where things go. Mm-hmm. Give a miracle an opportunity. And I was like, I'd always be so angry at him whenever he would mention a miracle or that it could possibly happen because I was like, you're just getting my hopes up for nothing. <laughs> and I've already accepted this and I've been sad about it. Yeah. So, but then I decided to go off of it because my OB said, it'll be okay for a few months. You can try it if you want to. And so I went off of it in November. Mm-hmm. And then come January 1st, January 1st, we 
Well, I was taking ovulation tests just to kind of see where I was at, and I got yeah. a positive one on January first. Yeah, we're like, and it was so oh, exciting. This is be a good year. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people who struggle with infertility don't ovulate, or ovulate irregularly. Yeah, like for example, which we'll see if my sister will come on. Yeah, but my sister struggles with infertility as well, and she this wouldn't ovulate. And if she comes on, she can tell you her story. But, um. And most people that I knew who struggled with infertility just didn't ovulate. Mm-hmm. And, or they just had super irregular periods. And I was like, you were having a period. Mm-hmm. You were ovulating. Yeah. And so when she showed me this test, I didn't know she took it. She came out and she's like, babe, look at this. Mm-hmm. And I was like so excited. Yeah. I was like, let's go make a baby. a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> and then come that Valentine's Day. Day. We, a year ago, Valentine's Day that we found out. But we were at the restaurant that we always go to Valentine's Day. And we were like sitting across from each other and it was before they brought out our steaks. And I was like, honey, I was like, I'm a couple days late. And I know that's nothing because I'm usually late. Yeah. She's usually like two to three days late. He's like, okay. And I was like, maybe we should just take a test for fun. Like if we were a normal couple and I was a few days late, we would take one. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, I just don't want you to be disappointed. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I know it's just just for fun. So. Because we took one. Yeah. A few weeks ago. A month before. Because we were tracking all of your ovulation. Mm-hmm. Like, we knew like when she was most fertile, when yeah. we could find out she was pregnant. And so, we took a test in January mm-hmm. after the ovulation period and after, like, okay, she probably could be pregnant now. And it was negative. Mm-hmm. And so, she took another one, Valentine's Day night. Yeah. And we took it. And then, it was really casual because we, we were like, oh, we know it's going to be negative. Yeah. So, I took one and then we, like, wandered off. Like It was, like, late at night. So, yeah. we were just getting ready like, for bed. Getting ready for bed. Probably, like, watch an episode or something. Wander back into the bathroom. Probably, I think it was like maybe to brush our teeth or something. Yeah. And then he sees it first and he's like, oh. and then I'm like, oh. and I dropped to the floor. And he's like, he's like, no way. There's no way. And I'm like, and I'm, and I get so angry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this test is faulty because it was tests that his sister has, sister had gave us and they were older tests. Like, And they were old. like cheap ones from Amazon that were like yeah. under her cabinet for like years. And so I was like, there's no way. And I was so angry because I'm like, this gets my hopes up. Yeah. And so we run to Smith's. It's like five minutes before they close. Mm-hmm. We get like three different tests, get home. I can't pee. Yeah, she can't pee. So I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, we're trying so to get the water. Like, he like opens the water. He opens a Diet Coke, opens like some juice. And he's like, okay, just drink everything. I'm like, okay, I'll try. And it still took me like probably 40 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, like, so the video, a lot of people were confused. Like, okay, if you guys already knew you were pregnant before, why did you guys film the video and react the way you did? Because... The first test, you guys, was literally like, we just didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Even when we were on the way to the, the store, we were like, we're so pissed because we know this is going to be we're negative. Like fake news. like. But we wanted to know for sure. Yeah. So we were like, this is dumb. We're going to go to the store and get a test. We know it's going to be negative because literally these tests were like dusty. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, these are just. Well, and I had been told my entire life that it was impossible. Yeah. And also I had like zero eight count. And mm-hmm. so. But like the line on this test was like deep and dark. Yeah, like there was no question that it was positive. We did. The second one that was like either says like not pregnant or pregnant. Yeah, the clear blue one. And so we are like, okay, well, let's cl- let's cover it with a towel, and then we'll uncover it because we wanted to have that video whenever we did get pregnant, whether it was then, months later, years later, we wanted to have that to look back on. Yeah. But we didn't expect it to be positive. No, and that's when we started the video. We started the video right before we read that mm-hmm. test, and we covered it with a towel. And you can watch the video; it's on YouTube and we're or just, TikTok. Like, freaking out, like, we're like yeah. there's no way that it's real and then afterwards he gets like really really emotional and i'm just in shock oh yeah i dropped to the floor i was crying i was like oh my gosh there's no way and a lot of people like why were you saying no 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 in the video it's because i was so scared that it was false yeah and i was so happy Mm -hmm. and i was so like joyful but i was saying no because it was impossible like we were told no i don't know like denial shock whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it i feel like I didn't even really believe it until we went until I went to the doctor's office the next day. Yeah, and we did like the pee test. And then they're like, "Okay, yeah, you're for sure pregnant." Yeah, you're pregos. And even my mom didn't believe that. No, I was pregnant until she heard the heartbeat because she'd also been told by all my doctors that it's impossible. Yeah. So it's crazy. That was the craziest feeling ever, mm-hmm. and really like nerve wracking because. At, like, 12 weeks, I had, like, basically, like, a full-on, like, period bleed. 
Yeah, and so scary. We were we were like already really concerned about having a miscarriage mm-hmm. because of like a high risk pregnancy, and we had no idea what my body was doing. Yeah, and then having that full bleed, I was like, I remember like calling into him from the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm like Logan, Logan, which I never call him Logan. Mm-hmm. And so he comes right in, and I'm like, I'm like I'm bleeding, and and I saw it. it yeah, was and we were just, and yeah, we were just crying. It literally looked, yeah, it looked like she miscarried because there was sorry trigger warning for those who have gone through it but yeah. like there was a lot of yeah. red liquid <laughs> yeah and so it was late at night like 11 30 yeah it was maybe. really late and so we're like okay let's go to the emergency room mm-hmm. and they can do an ultrasound just to see so i call my mom i'm like here's what's going on i think i might have had a miscarriage we're going up to the emergency room just to have and them it took forever yeah, so we get there my mom's like, okay, are you okay if I meet you there? Cause, yeah. Um, and my mom came too because, yeah. again, this is a pregnancy that everyone was on like high watch for because yeah. it was scary. Mm-hmm. And now kind of the thing that we were fearing the entire time yeah, we thought was happening. And then so we get to the ER, literally wait like an hour because there's people in front of us that are like have a headache or something. And they go before. And they they get here, they get there after us and then they go before us. And I was super, super frustrated. I'm like, Logan, go up and talk to them. Tell them that. But no, they were saying that they have to do it by importance. So apparently, yeah, a miscarriage is not important because it's not you. Yeah. Yep. Which so that was really really frustrating. Don't agree with. Um, we eventually got back though, and I remember feeling I don't even know, like just really empty because the I don't know the person that comes in and does ultrasound. Mm-hmm. She would like not turn the screen, screen towards me. Mm-hmm. So it was scary. only towards her, and I think. That's just like precaution that they do because mm-hmm. um, I probably get that a lot. But it just made me feel horrible and really, really scared. Yeah. And then as soon so, as. Sorry. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out her mic. So every time I lift your mic up, uh-huh. you're lifting your head up. So oh. either keep your mic down and just tilt your head down to the midway. Okay. Or, that better? Yeah. Okay. But as soon as she heard the heartbeat, she turned it towards us and we could see him. And he was moving around. And he was wiggling all around. And so then the doctor came in and he's like, sometimes this can happen if, what did he say? It's like when the, it's like a reaction with the blood. Yeah. Right? Or, oh, I like don't something remember. something leaked or something? I don't remember. I don't remember either. It could that also was, be something with the placenta, he said. Where it's really normal. That like where it can just kind of bleed a little bit. Oh, it was because you, um. Oh my gosh, what was it? I remember, but I don't remember. So something happened, and he was like, it's really normal for the blood to come out a little bit. But I was like, this is a lot. But yeah. he was like, it's normal. Anyway, so we found out it was kind of a normal, something that can happen. Mm-hmm. And, and I honestly spotted a lot during the first Oh yeah, you were always trimester. spotting through the first trimester. Like, and I thought that that wasn't common, but realized that I guess it was. Yeah. And I, yeah, I spotted almost every single day. Yeah, it was a lot. So that it was, was always so scary. That was, just, <laughs> that was just traumatic. Every trimester was really traumatic. Mm-hmm. It was um, something new every freaking trimester. Um, Come 23 weeks. So Shan was swollen all of the time. Yeah. Like balloon. Huge. All of the time. Like I literally, this is maybe dramatic, but I am throwing away my shoes <laughs> that I wore during pregnancy because I look down and I feel like my feet are chubby and fat. That's all I can see because... Those are the only shoes that I would fit in during pregnancy. And it's horrible. Yeah, it was crazy. And she was sick all the time, tired. Every, like pretty much every Every night. night. And maybe twice a night. I always had a bowl by me. Mm -hmm. And at first he was like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, what can I do to help you? And I think eventually, like, he just got used to it because, I mean, he can't be up all night every night and still go to work in the morning. And so I was always up. I remember the first time I was actually got morning sickness and. We didn't it know was, we were pregnant yet. No. And it was at work and I was feeling kind of nauseous. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on with me. Like, I don't think I'm sick. I and just... you don't usually get sick like that. Well, and sometimes I get nauseous, but not to the point of throwing up. Yeah. I don't, I didn't even remember the last time that I actually threw up. Mm-hmm. And so I remember I threw up in the trash can at work and this girl comes over and goes, are you pregnant? <laughs> and I got so angry because <laughs> for those of you who have infertility issues, if someone comes up to you and asks you if you're pregnant, you're going to be pretty angry yeah. because it's triggering and it's hard. And I was like, no, I'm not pregnant. She's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, dummy, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I was so angry. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her like 
everything that's happened in my life. I'm just going to, I just know that it's not. Yeah. And so they sent me home. They're like, well, you threw up at work. You have to go home. So I was driving home. I literally run up to our apartment, run in the door and go straight to the bathroom and start throwing up. Mm-hmm. And the one's like, what is wrong with you? And so he comes over. He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know why. I just, I'm nauseous. And this was like right after we took the pregnancy test and yeah. it was negative. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, we know she's not pregnant yeah. because it was negative. Mm-hmm. But apparently you were. I just hadn't, like, probably, I just hadn't started making that hormone yet. And then I remember, also I think it was later that week, I was driving up this road, I don't know, to go get something. And I literally had to pull over on the side of the road. That wasn't, I thought that that wasn't, that was, you were far into your pregnancy when that happened. Did I know already? Yeah. You were okay. like, it was like but, summer. When that happened. Oh, it was summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Mind. Anyway, going back to where we were. But yeah, I was really sick all the time. Yeah. Swollen really all the swollen. time. A lot of times, like, my feet would go numb. Mm-hmm. Or my hands would go numb. And um, so, we were like, okay, something is wrong. Yeah. More than, like, normal. And when we go to, to the checkups for, like, with Ro B, her doctor was always like, holy crap, your feet are swollen. Mm-hmm. And her hands were swollen. And it's normal for legs to be swollen and fingers, too. And honestly, you kind of forgot what I looked like. Yeah, she looked totally different. Because in general, I have pretty small, like, chicken legs from my dad mm-hmm. and small ankles. But this did not look like that. No. They are balloons. And so our doctor was like, okay, I want to do a few tests. Mm-hmm. Because we were like, okay, preeclampsia is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I was having, like, some pretty bad headaches. Yeah. I had a headache probably every day. It, like, kind of slowly got worse. But I'm usually... I usually don't get headaches. Mm. So that was kind of weird for me. Yeah. Um. And yeah. you, oh, we're skipping like the biggest thing. She had high blood pressure through yeah. the entire pregnancy, yeah. like. Which in general, my my blood pressure is like one eighteen, over like seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah. But this this was reading like one forties over nineties. Mm-hmm. It was consistently high, and so they're like, okay, let's do the urine test. Mm-hmm. And this was at twenty three weeks. You guys, most of the time, preeclampsia isn't, um. Uh, diagnosed until like late third trimester. This was diagnosed at 23 weeks. And the doctor was like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. She's like, I never even heard of someone being diagnosed this early. Yeah. And she is a newer doctor, so that could be why too. But she was like, we never diagnosed it this early. Mm-hmm. And because they did the urine test and there was protein in the urine. Mm-hmm. Very clear. <laughs> and also my blood pressure came back. I think when they did it, it was... It was like 145. It was higher than that. It was like 163. Was it that high? I don't mm-hmm. think it was that high then. I think it was maybe like into like the 140s. Okay. Maybe like mid 140s. She was always floating around like 130 over, like 90, over 90. 95. But. And they're like, okay, like, well, we're going to take it again. And then they diagnosed me with it. And that's kind of when everything started to go to crap. Yeah. Um, I had to go in twice a week for a non-stress test mm-hmm. as well as a different appointment with my OB. As well, sometimes I had to go in a fourth time to yeah. go to MFM. Mm-hmm. Um, she fortunately, well, not sorry, not you. Mm-hmm. The baby fortunately yeah. was always okay. Yeah, he was always good. Shan, on the other hand, was not doing so hot. Like, you could like every week see that she was slowly worsening, like in well, her I'm face. Looking back on pictures, I'm like, eyes. I looked sick. Yeah, like really I sick. looked ill. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like. <laughs> It's like emotional talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's like bringing like PTSD. Like my eyes are watering. <laughs> it was not a fun time. And so obviously it just kind of slowly worsened. Mm-hmm. Came, what were you, 32 weeks? And we were at her appointment. And Shan was like, can we check my cervix? Mm-hmm. Because we... Well, wasn't it before then that we went to MFM and they were like... Yes. The back or something yeah so we we were doing like all the anatomy tests and everything mm-hmm. and they did um we went to mfm because we went to mfm for which is maternal weeks. fetal medicine and they're like okay well we're gonna make another appointment yeah because of you having preeclampsia and we just want to like recheck everything yeah and so they saw in the placenta that there was backflow from the cord so mm-hmm. like almost kind of like a blood blockage and he was really small and yeah. so they're like okay that's really normal for um fetal growth restriction mm-hmm. um because there's the block and he's smaller, so it was obviously um, FGR or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, but they're like, if this gets to, what was it at? It was like 90%? Of what? Like, well, they're like, if it gets to a certain percentage, then. 
Oh, yeah. Then they will just deliver you. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there can't be too much backflow or else he's not getting any nutrients. Yeah, I don't remember. But she was okay. Or mm-hmm. he was okay. Yeah. But, like, they wanted to watch it because it could get bad really fast. And so that happened. And then we went into the doctor and her um, blood pressure was the same as it always been. Mm-hmm. But Sean was just like, I just want to get checked because I want to see, like, where I'm at. So they did mm-hmm. the, the cervix check. Yeah. And you were dilated to a two. Mm-hmm. At 32 weeks. And like 80% thinned. Uh-huh. And it was also at 32 weeks that, I think it was, was it 32 weeks that I got um, diagnosed with gestational diabetes? It was around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like when it went really, really downhill. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I had to do a start insulin, which was a joke because we couldn't find insulin Mm-mm. anywhere. I had to transfer my prescription to three different places. It took a week and a half to get it. We were like running all over crazy. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just not going to have insulin because nobody has it. And for she me. didn't. She did one shot before we had the baby. Yeah. Because that's, we found it. And then the it was like two before. days later. Mm-hmm. So. So. it's crazy. Um, that happened. And so the doctor, when she's, when our OB checked Shannon, she's like, oh dear. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, it was crazy. If you watch our video on YouTube as well, everything shifted. Mm-hmm. Like, just like OB, the mood of the room. Uh-huh, and our OB's demeanor completely mm-hmm. changed. She's like, okay, we're going to start you on the shots, mm-hmm. the, the hormone shots or whatever they are. The steroids. The steroids. That's what they are. Because she was like, I think you're going to be delivering soon. And I was like, what? And she's like, I predict that it's going to be... The next two weeks. Yeah. And it was. The next two weeks. And she's like, so I'm going to start you on this, the steroids, to develop his lungs. Mm-hmm. Which was a dang good thing because that's why he came out. Oh my gosh, this was at 33 weeks I just realized. Was it? Because it was six days after she gave you the shot. Oh, it was. Yeah. But So I'd been diagnosed with gestational diabetes before that and then that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which was, thank heavens that she did give me yeah. the steroid shots because he came out pretty much perfect he, he had to be on the billy ribbon blanket and he was in the NICU for nine days but no respiratory problems no, because of that shot yeah. so um and so things started to get worse mm-hmm. and we were sitting in we were sitting on the couch one night and you're like oh we know we were at my sister's playing games oh yes, yes, yes and i was like started to feel really nauseous and mm-hmm. i'm like and she didn't look good and she kept denying like, it i was like babe are you okay he's like you look, you look kind of pale like you look a little bit like loopy and i'm like maybe i just need to eat something because i also couldn't have carbs or sugar mm-hmm. because of my gestational diabetes i'm like maybe my sugar's going low yeah and so um my sweet sister-in-law she's like let me make you a salad so she started getting everything ready for your salad brought it over to me i kind of started to pick at it and i was like like you know i was like i think i maybe i should stand up and so like i stood up and i bent over the couch and she was like trying to stretch my back and stuff. And I was like, I can't feel my feet. I was like, I, I don't, I can't feel my feet. I was literally watching her blow up like a balloon. And I like started shaking. And then also my brother-in-law, he was like, um, you don't look very good. You didn't. And she was Which having like, upper quadrant pain right by her quadrant. liver, which mm-hmm. is also another sign of preeclampsia. And so I was like, I just, I don't, I was like, I'm not doing very well. And <laughs> I started to get kind of dizzy and they're like, okay, well you should probably, Go up. Go up. And I was like, oh, I hate going up. Because at this point, I was going up to the hospital mm-hmm. four times a week. So I was like, I just, oh, they just really checked me. I'm probably fine. But we went up anyways. Had a horrible experience. So bad. Um, The nurse was really, really mean. And I told her that I was really swollen and I couldn't fit my feet. And she goes, she's like, oh, yeah, everyone gets swollen during pregnancy. That's not Nobody a cares. Deal. Nobody yeah, cares. No, oh, yeah, she she literally said, said nobody cares. She literally cares. said nobody cares. And I was like, oh. Um, okay. She, she gave me like a urine sample cup, but never took it to be tested. She gave me, what kind of test did she do? She did an EKG on you. And then she put me on the monitor for like maybe five minutes for, she like one blood pressure on me and once like stress test, just like barely hear him and then unplugged the machine. Yeah. She was just super rude. Super like we were a huge inconvenience to her. Mm -hmm. And I knew this time was different. When she acted like we were dumb for coming up. Yeah. Which made me feel super like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have come and up. And she was going to send us to the ER. Yeah. And I was like, if a pregnant woman walks into the ER, they're going to send us right back up. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's to do with you and the baby. They have no idea. Yeah. So it, they don't specialize in that. It was super frustrating because like this was a high profile pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And. Well, and I could like. This time was different. 
like you could tell that I was going downhill. My mom could tell yeah, that I was going downhill. And so flash forward to the next night. <laughs> I also was still feeling not very good, dizzy, couldn't feel my feet very well. Everything was kind of like numb. And I was like, okay, well, I had to take my blood pressure three times a day, sugars twice a day, give me, and then take insulin as well as like my other medication. So took my blood pressure. It was, what time at night was it? Was it like 11? It was Same like, kind of it was a little bit earlier than 11 because we got up to the hospital by 11. Okay. So it was like 10. Maybe like 10. And her blood pressure was. Okay. So it was 167. It was 167 over like 110. One, 115. That was the scary. It was the lower number. That was the scary part. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like 167 over 115. And then it was consistently that high mm-hmm. every time we took it. Like, so we called the hospital. We called the on-call doctor. Mm-hmm. So I was, was like, like, I was like, I'm not going to go back up there, honey. I was like, I literally was up there last night. Yeah, and it was awful. She said that basically we were done for coming up. Yeah. So I call my mom. It's like a little after 10, which my mom kind of goes to bed early. And she's like, hello? And I'm like, hi, mom. I'm like, um, my blood pressure's kind of high. And she's like, what is it? And I told her, she's like, okay, you need to go up. Yeah. I'm like, no. I'm like, I just like. We were pissed. I we was, didn't want to go back up. I was just barely up there. Yeah. Just going to send us home. Yeah. She's like, no, just go up. Just, you know, precautionary. It's not just you. It's also the baby. You need to be thinking about him. Like, okay, you're right. So we ended up driving up there the whole time. We were, we were just so pissed. angry. Like, we know we're going to be sent home. We know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get up there. We do my blood pressure right before I go in, and it's completely normal. Completely normal. It's like 120 over 80, almost well, exactly. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was just your normal. It was like 132 over 90. Oh. Yeah, that. <laughs> and we're like, dang it. We knew that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We go in anyways. And sign my papers, go to the room. They set me up on the blood pressure machine, non-stress test, which at this point is like my 100 non-stress test. He's doing good, flopping around. And I just, I took a urine sample. They actually tested it. It was higher. And it was like, well, they, it was so high that it was off the charts. Yeah, the protein so was they, way too high. They didn't know what my protein was at because it was too high to read. Yeah. And then she was having that quadrant pain still, the liver pain. And so after all that, the OB that was there was just like, okay, it's time. Well, she, well, she was like, let's do an ultrasound. And so Well, we, just to make sure you didn't have gallstones. That was the only reason why. They could see my inflamed liver, though. Yes, they could see the inflamed liver. And so they're like, she's like, I don't like all your symptoms. I also was having a really bad headache. Mm-hmm. Um, I had seen like kind of like some sparkles in my vision. Which all is the symptoms sign. of preeclampsia, if you look them up. <laughs> And this was 34 weeks on the dot. We went in yeah. 33 weeks, six days at 11 p.m. on September 11th. Mm-hmm. The next day was 34 weeks exactly. Well, and I had told her, I was like, I'm really, really swollen. Like, I can't feel my feet. And the nurse yesterday said, it's not a big deal. No one cares. She goes, um, that's not. She okay. goes, you're swollen more than pretty much anyone I've ever seen. Yeah. So <laughs> edema is not good. Yeah. Like that nurse treated like swelling was just a normal everyday thing. Which I mean, some pregnancy swelling, totally. Yeah, that's normal. But this was like. But to where your like skin was like, size. yeah, it was really bad. But yeah, that's the that's the pregnancy story. And we had our beautiful baby boy who's in the NICU for nine, yeah. nine days. And that's a story for another day. But NICU is not fun. No, and delivery wasn't fun either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should hurry but- and tell the delivery story. We just got to wrap it up. We go on tangents too long. Well, we can do that another. Okay. So, they sent us to the room. Mm-hmm. We're ready for delivery. We're going to do it vaginally. Yeah. So, we had all of our family come up. Mm-hmm. They start her on magnesium so that she doesn't seize because that's common with eclampsia, not preeclampsia, but she could start seizing during delivery. And, and so, they put her on they magnesium. Put me on these, like, leg, like leg they, It was just to keep the flow. The swelling. Yeah. And so, like, oh, I still didn't get blood clots in my legs. Yeah. Magnesium. I got super hot. And so, they brought in a fan. Mm-hmm. They had to hunt one down. <laughs> yeah. And it was cranked up. So, everyone in the room was, like, wearing coats and it was slippers and scarves. And I'm over there, like, barely with anything on. I'm, like, sweating to death. I'm, like, it's so hot because yeah. magnesium just makes you feel like that. And usually, if you take, like, magnesium supplements, mm-hmm. they tell you to eat with it. Yeah, because it but makes you sick. I can't eat anything in case of emergency C-section, which was good because I ended up having that. Mm-hmm. But that was just, whew. and yeah. I feel like it made me kind of jittery mm-hmm. for a while after. 
too. Yeah, and so you know she was just going through the stuff. They were mm-hmm. was she was slow moving right before they four. Yeah, she got to a four, um, and then after that there was just no progress at all. And so the doctor came in. They broke your water. Mm-hmm. Well, no wait, no, 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 no. That was sorry. You you went downhill so before. They bring out the epidural. Yeah. So they're like, if you want to have the epidural, you need to get it now because our anesthesiologist is going into two straight C sections, yeah. scheduled scheduled C sections. And I was like, okay, I'll just get it now, just in case. And so he comes in, gives it to me. I don't like feel a thing, honestly. Yeah, she did great. It was like, no big deal. So if you're afraid, no big deal. Yeah. And then after that, I kind of start feeling. A little um, woozy. He started looking. A little woozy, kind of like a little loopy. I wasn't really sure what was going on. Um, yeah, and from there. And then from there, like I don't, I don't really remember what happened. So. Yeah, it was terrifying. Um, so after the epidural, she kind of lay down, and me and her mom were like, she looks really tired. Like she just kind of slowly went speechless. Her eyes got glazed over. She barely opened her eyes, and I was like, okay, it's really normal for her to be tired, but. It was to the point where she just wasn't responding to anybody. They would come in. They would do her checks. They were doing, like, um, reflexes. And she's been fine the whole time. Oh, they went into this reflex check, and she wasn't moving, like, at all. Mm-hmm. And, my, and my blood pressure was um, tanking. Tanking. It got as, oh, gosh, I don't remember what the, it was, like, 70 over 40? Mm-hmm. I think it was the lowest it got to. And I started panicking. My mom started panicking, and her mom started panicking, well, and so it's did, funny because we all panic in different ways. My mom said that the nurse started panicking, and that's yes. kind of what triggered everyone because she didn't know why yes. I wouldn't wake up. Yeah, the nurse started like running around um, because when they did the um, reflexes, she just wasn't moving, and then they were trying to talk to her, and she wasn't responding. And so I was like, yikes. And so I started crying. My mom started crying. Her mom takes shock in a different way. Her mom just kind of shuts down. and left the room after she knew she was okay but mm-hmm. they just she wasn't responding and so it was terrifying because her her blood pressure dropped so fast which they said could happen with an epidural with preeclampsia mm-hmm. which didn't think it was going to happen because they were monitoring it so well anyway our two nurses were running around like crazy they were calling people in emergency doctor had to come in and he did a sternum rub on you which kind of woke you up a little bit mm-hmm. but it still was a little concerning so they turned off the epidural they, uh, they gave me epinephrine. Epinephrine to get her blood pressure back mm-hmm. up because it was tanking so fast. Um, at this point, I was done. I was like, okay, I get to make an executive decision basically at this point. When she's my wife, and it was and like I was being non-responsive, and so yeah, they, they were, were like, more talking to him about well, because they couldn't talk to me about yeah, what I wanted. And I was like, I'm done. I just want a C-section because my wife matters to me. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this. This isn't worth it. Like I just, let's just do a C-section. I don't care if it doesn't come out vaginally. It's not that big of a deal to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I want to call the doctor in. I want to tell her OB that let's have a C-section now because I'm done with this. It was funny because our C-sec, our OB walks in right after mm-hmm. kind of everything went downhill. Well, and, and at this point also backtrack a little bit, your sister had come in. Yeah. During apparently everything happening. Yeah. And so she didn't know what was going on. OB walks in. She's like, I'm going to break your water, Shannon. Mm-hmm. And so she breaks the water. And it was, nothing was moving. I want to tell her it's time for a C-section. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, when our doctor walked in to talk to me, she kind of just went right past me, went straight to Sharon. and was like, so nothing's moving. She's like, so are we ready for a birthday party? Yeah, are you ready for a birthday party? And I was like, heck yes. Yeah. Because at this point, that really scared me, even though I didn't know what had happened. I, I, there was like, probably what was it maybe half an hour yeah that i didn't remember anything and so that scared me so i was like let's go do this this is probably safer for him and for me Mm -hmm. and let's let's just get this thing going because they started noticing he was under stress and Mm -hmm. at this point as well because his blood his heart rate was Mm -hmm. dropping and okay so now he's under stress Mm -hmm. clearly mom is under stress and so let's just get this done yeah and so we suited up and we went and got it done. Mm-hmm. And that baby popped out beautiful, screaming, mm-hmm. healthy, f- just a small four pounds. Yep. I but, started to cry. And mm-hmm. then you were back and forth between looking at him, between and him and you. me. And mm-hmm. it was just, oh, and also, one of the most amazing things about our OB is before all this, she says, okay, I let my um, 
don't know, my mom's pick what music goes on mm-hmm. in the ER. Yeah, so they'll play music yeah. for her. So she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, well, not in the ER, in the OR. In the OR, yeah. Um, and I was like, I want Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And they were all so excited because it <laughs> must like, be yes. usually be like kind of the same thing that everybody likes nowadays. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, we can party to Frank. Yeah. And so during the delivery, <sighs> more terror. Wow, the baby was coming out. Mm-hmm. Shan had a... And I didn't know anything that was going on. Yeah. Nor did really Logan, but you had more of an idea than I did because of that big, basically like the cone of shame, the blue cone of shame where I couldn't see anything. Yeah, and I could tell something was going on because the doctors were making weird comments like, ooh, there's a big alley here. It looks like Shanna's placenta, placenta abrupted. So there was placental abruption. Um, so that's a really good thing that they got him out because he was no yeah. longer getting nutrients. And then she also had a u. I forgot what the name was. Uh, inversed. In inverted I, uterus. My uterus tried to invert. Yes, her uterus tried to invert, and the doctor had to fix it during the delivery. And so, those are two very rare stuff, and that's why our doctor's like, "You're a wonder," mm-hmm. because everything rare and everything that could have gone wrong went wrong mm-hmm. um, during delivery. Now, obviously, not everything, and we're super grateful yeah. that we have. Shan here and our beautiful baby. But yeah, it was terrifying. So they had to like fix all that up. So her body was all messed up, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so she hemorrhaged due to all that as well. So she lost a ton of blood. Luckily, no blood transfusion. Yeah. But she lost a ton. So there was a whole lot of recovery. And but they now tried she's to give okay. me on medication or they tried to give me an infusion. But I was like, I was like, no, like I'll just try the medication first. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want anything more but yeah some of you probably have already heard this story but for those who this is kind of gave more detail to it and i don't know i'm really excited to be back with the podcast yeah it feels a lot better than Mm -hmm. the first time all natural yeah it's fun to just to say her but yeah you guys that is our first episode Mm -hmm. of the chuggins wife podcast that's pretty much that's chance time we talked to now birth yeah kind of now but yeah. we we are excited to keep doing this. And um, that's how Shan chugged through life, through pregnancy. Yes. And how we'll go into other topics in the future. But we're going to be posting our podcast every Monday. Um, the audio version will be available on Monday. The video version will be available on Tuesday on our YouTube channel, The Chug Fam. If you guys want to yep. follow us on other platforms, our TikTok is at Logan and Shannon. Like I just said, YouTube is The Chug Fam. My Instagram is Logan.Chug. Shans, no, my Instagram is mm-hmm. Logan underscore Chug. Mm-hmm. Shans is Shannon dot Chug. Yep. And you guys can follow us there, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, if you have questions or ideas Topics. for us to talk about. And you can either just DM us on socials or email us at loganmchug at gmail.com and for topics and stuff. Or comment, or whatever. Yeah, well, on the YouTube version, you can't wait to comment on podcasts. But yeah. if you are listening on your podcast platform, be sure to leave us a review. It really helps the show. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you in the next one. See ya.